Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, and more. There's only two days until New Year's Eve, and then to infinity and beyond. Thanks, Buzz. Do you still do New Year's resolutions? I don't, but I have many goals for 2022. Now for the top 10 miniseries, that is my top 10 favorite miniseries of all time. I have to do a notation before I start this list of miniseries. There will be no documentaries in any of these. The reason I say that is technically they're listed as a miniseries, a documentary. So if I watch Ken Burns Baseball or Civil War, for example, I could put that down as one of my mini-series, but I'd rather do a top 10 documentary someday. I just finished that new one by the Beatles, Let It Be. That was interesting. The most amazing thing I took from that one was how they wrote songs. It's worth watching, even though there's hours and hours of them just sitting there complaining and goofing and wondering what they're doing. The other thing is, I eliminated any miniseries that if I had read the book before I watched the miniseries, it does not count. Uh, Centennial by James Minchner is an example. I don't know if that would have landed on my favorite miniseries or not. The book was excellent. The miniseries was okay. I watched it in the past year and it seemed fairly dated to me, but it was okay. That's just one example. So when I watch these miniseries, I may go back and read the book after I've seen the miniseries, and that qualifies on my list. So let's get started with this. Number 10, Battlestar Galactica, 2003. It's in two parts, and it started James Olmos and Mary McDonnell. Number 9, North and South, Book 1. 1985, there were six episodes, and there were several books in this long-running miniseries. They do book one, and then later on they do book two, etc. Book one was events leading up to the start of the Civil War. It starred Hal Holbrook as Abe Lincoln and Johnny Cash as John Brown. Number eight, The Winds of War, 1983. That was in seven parts. It starred Robert Mitchum and Ally McGraw, and there again it was focused on the events that led up to World War II and our involvement as Americans. Number seven, The Hatfields and McCoys, 2012. It was in three parts, starring Bill Paxson and Kevin Costner. Remember the old legend of the Hatfields and McCoys, two feuding families back in the hills? It was kind of fascinating, and I did enjoy it. Number six, Sybil, 1976. It was in two parts, and I really didn't realize it was classified a miniseries till as I was doing research on these. Starred Sally Field. She is an amazing actor. There's no doubt in my mind on that, and she did a terrific job on this. It had to be a hard part. Number five, John Adams, 2008, was in seven parts. 
about the second president of the United States, starring Paul Giamatti, starting with number four and leading to number one, on any given day, any one of these four could have been my number one choice. These four I loved very, very much, and I had to have the other six just so I have a top ten. So the way it shook out today as I put it all together is number four, Band of Brothers. 2001 is in ten parts. Is a Steven Spielberg miniseries. This is the first time I ever binge-watched anything was this. I'd gotten the DVD set from my local library, and on a cold, snowy winter weekend, I sat in my basement all by myself and watched the whole thing. Amazing. I never even had heard of the Argonne Forest before this miniseries. And if I had heard of it, I wasn't paying any attention. This is an excellent, excellent piece of history that everybody should watch, in my opinion. Number three, Roots, 1977. It was in eight parts, starring LeVar Burton and Ben Vereen. It really had an all-star cast with so many familiar names and actors. This was probably the very first miniseries that I was aware that I was watching a miniseries. Civil came out a year before, but every night for a week, a week and a day apparently, we sat around and watched Roots. Kunta Kente. It was just amazing to me. It was heartbreaking and inspirational all at the same time. Number two, and I would have to say on almost any day, this is maybe one of my favorite TV events ever, but it came in second on this list, Lonesome Dove. 1989 was in four parts, Robert Duvall and Tommy Lee Jones, Gus McRae and Woodrow Call. Very best Western, if ever there was one made, it was this one. And my number one all-time favorite miniseries, Without a doubt, something I could watch every year, literally. Anne of Green Gables, 1985, came in two parts, and there were a bunch of sequels that actually, if you put them all together, it would seem quite seamless. It starred Megan Follows and Richard Farnsworth. This touched my heart like nothing ever has. Maybe it's because my children were all female, my animals were female, I was the only male in my house for years and years and years, and perhaps I was indoctrinated into chick flicks, but I don't think so. I think this was done in a manner of excellence. Megan Follows was a world-class actress. She sold the part, and I will never forget it, and I'd like to watch it again. Apparently, I tried to find it to stream it, and I'm going to have to pay for it or rent it or something. I can't find it anywhere. My wife told me they have it, so you have to buy it. So whatever. I wouldn't mind owning it, actually. Long live the miniseries. As I did my research on this, I was amazed at how many new miniseries there are out there, and I hadn't heard of any of them. So these in the 70s and the 80s, the 90s, were really quite exceptional. might find what you need and more at home or Kate's general store.
you might find what you need and more at Homer Kate's General Store. Hi guys. Hello. Come on in. Happy New Year and welcome to Kate's General Store. Come on in. You guys are the first ones here. How you doing, Homer? I'm good, Jerry. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. Gator Earl, did you come with Jerry? Ha 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 ha. Homer, don't give him a bad time. That boy works hard all the time. Much more than you do. You ought to take a lesson from him. Oh, Pop. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. So, Homer, where is everybody? Jerry, they're coming. Katie told me they were. Well, there's some more people now. Happy New Year! Come on in. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Pop. So, Homer, whatever possessed you to have a New Year's party? Well, Jerry, I'll tell you, it's going to be 1979 here pretty soon. And I got thinking to myself, before you know it, it'll be 1980 and I wouldn't have put on one party. Well, that doesn't even sound like you, Homer. I know, but Katie wanted to do it. Hold on a minute. Happy New Year. Come on in. Homer, where are the guacamole chips? Katie will get them for you, Pop. Well, let me see here. Let me see here. Hi, Sparky. How you doing? Ooh, doggies. I don't know about this. If we stay up till midnight, it'll be the first time in years. So if I go to sleep, Jerry, you just don't even wake me up. Just tell me about it tomorrow. 1979. Whew. Boy, it's getting loud in here. How many people you think are here now, Jerry? Well, Homer, I don't know. I'd probably say 20. I know the store's getting really full. I better go get some more great knee high. I'll help you, Homer. Ooh, it's quieter out here, Jerry. Yeah, Homer, it really is. It's kind of nice out here. This back room's nice and cool. So what are you going to do that's so special about 1979? Jerry, I got a plan. I've got two plans. Actually, Jerry, number one plan is I'm going to put a new sign up there. Up there up high so you can see it coming that way and coming that way and it's going to have lights on it that's something new and it's going to be kind of red with white letters and it's going to say kate's in littler letters that's handwritten like you know longhand you know what I'm talking about, Jerry? I know what you mean. Cursive, they call it. Yeah, cursing. 
They're going to curse those letters, Jerry. And then General Store is going to be in big printing, like printing, you know, not that cursing, printing. And it's going to sit up there and people will be able to see it from about maybe a long ways away. What's your second thing, Homer? Well, I think I invented something. What's that, Homer? I think I invented a new way when you pump your gas that you don't have to stand there and hold the pump. You know, you can get tired. And so I got this little thing. You just put it in your pocket. And when you squeeze the gas nozzle, you kind of wedge it up in there. And then you can kind of sit around with your hands in your pockets while it pumps the gas. I'm going to call it the Homer Mobile. Homer. Homer. If you go down to Wheat Town, those gas stations already have that. It's a little click and you can adjust the speed. It puts the gas into your car and everything. What, Jerry? I sat up all night inventing this thing and you tell me someone beat me to the straw? Well, Jerry, what a way to start a new year. We had 52 episodes in 2021 that we published and put out there. And out of that, I picked my favorites and I'm going to talk about them. Last year at this time, we talked about we had top 20 plus two honorable mentions because we combined 2019 and 2020 together because we didn't start until February of 2019. Well, this year, 2021, we only have the top 10 plus two honorable mentions. Going through those, I could have probably had more. And want to remember, these are my favorite and they don't necessarily mean that they have to be your favorite or anything. Hopefully you'll listen to them if you hadn't heard them already. So let's get started with this. My two honorable mentions, second runner-up, is episode 114, The Drugstore. Talks about the Rexall Drugstore in my little hometown. First honorable mention, episode 106, Heroes. One thing 2020 brought us and 2021 it overlapped into was everybody that was doing anything that was basically regular, like mailmen and people going to work and people helping each other. They were calling heroes. And I talked about all that because I did know one true hero in my life that I identified. Number 10, episode 148, The Things I Miss. Talked about all those things in life of the 20th century that really aren't around in the 21st century. Payphones is a good example of one. Number nine, episode 135, Robin. Talked about maybe my first brush with love. Never love a Robin. Number eight, episode 129, does this shirt make me look fat? Talking about trying to fit into a pair of pants after the big lockdown and quarantine of the last couple years. Then I finally had to go somewhere. Number seven, episode 108, A Dark Tale. Talks about a time in my life where I was into drugs and things that weren't so good. 
and it was definitely a dark time in my life. Number six, episode 124, The Dryer Got them. All I'm doing is telling stories about major appliances, washers and dryers, etc. Number five, episode 144, A Full Moon, A Wolf Howl, and Some Eyeballs. This is our Halloween special. Number four, episode 113, How I Met Your Grandmother. And basically, I'm talking to my grandchildren, telling the story of how my wife and I met and the events leading up to our wedding day. Number three, episode 103, Painter. This is a tribute to my dad. In second place, episode 125, The Burner. We had a sawmill in my hometown, and beside that sawmill was a big burner that they burned all the scraps in. And this is the story of that burner. And the number one favorite episode of 2021, episode 118, Growing Old Together. It's about my life with my darling. It starts at our wedding reception and goes right up to today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I appreciate it so much. There's no way I could ever do this without you all. If you like our podcast, all I've ever asked is that you share it. Kindness should be a thing you do and the way you act and how you think every day of the year. I'll be back next Wednesday. It will be 2022. And all I can say besides peace out is Happy New Year. <laughs>